starting. All right, three, you make two, it jump, it one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Movies by the Letter. I'm your host, Nick, and this is the movie. Yeah, put my mic closer. And this is the podcast where we choose a letter and choose three movies. And today, we've got a... <laughs> we got a real doozy for you today, all right? <laughs> this one, this is, this, if this, is Mark, if this isn't... I think that's why, is because his microphone is, like, falling out. If this isn't our best episode yet, I... You know what? Unsubscribe. I don't know what to say. Unsubscribe. Mark my words. A mail, mail in a, re, a rebate, and I'll pay, I will send you money. If you mailing a piece Letter? of your own poop to us, <laughs> we will announce your name on the podcast. Letter A. That's a promise. Yeah, we'll let you pick the movie. Please don't make that promise. If you support us, we'll let you pick the movie. If if you pledge $15 on our Patreon. I am thinking, like, I am thinking happen. eventually, like, like, deeper in, we, like, once people are actually listening, we do, like, a listener write-in episode. Like a, yeah, I'd be fine. Like a jam-packed Too episode nice. where we watch, like, a bunch. If you pledge $1,000 to us. We'll just stop. We will. You can you can send us money to just stop <laughs> recording this, and we'll just stop. Anyways, if you, if you don't, a, that could if, be a major mistake. If we you blow up, if you don't want to hear our stupid voices, well, you gotta pay us. All right, what the letter? What letter are we doing? Justin We're doing the letter A today. Obviously, they would know that if they read the description. What did everyone pick? I picked audition. Uh, the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. I initially picked all that jazz, but it's nowhere. So I switched it to Amelie. You're really gonna lie to the viewers. Like Amelie. That. Is it Amelie? Or well, I think it's Amelie. Amelie. Why don't you tell them Amelie. Way to look up the pronunciation Amelie. before the podcast. Like I, it's Amelie. I'll tell you the real What story. else would it be? I said, uh-huh. hey, John, you should pick all that jazz. I said, musicals are gay. And if you ever bring that to me. Listen, Cabaret is one of my favorite movies yeah, ever. Um, John is a homophobe. Just check my letterbox. Check those top four faves. And you know what you'll see there. I you'll, thought he was gay, but that will really speak for itself. It'll be Loquisha, um, Venom, <laughs> um, Pulp Fiction, the classic, and Cabaret. The classic. The, the four horsemen of the apocalypse. What movie are we starting with? I think we're gonna start with the assassination of Jesse James. Do we have a name? I don't know. I don't think you said the yeah, full name. Was that? Yeah. And I think it's just assassination. Right. It's not the. I just like to clarify the name of this movie is obnoxious. No, it's the. I disagree. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I like it. It's unique. Okay, whatever. I like it. I like it. I'm not a huge it's fan of the long assassination. Names. Yeah, I said that. Yeah, I know. I thought John said it was just. I thought it was just assassination. No, I've just been the... calling it assassination, just to shorten it. I guess there's. Oh, uh, well, I guess you didn't say the full name. I guess there's end it all. Well, when I'm you're, when you're in a Snapchat group chat, I don't think. <laughs> I just said the assassination of so It's going to be assassination of Carter Green by the awesome dude, Jonathan Pietrofeza. By famed homophobe, Jonathan <laughs> Pietrofeza. I'm going to get you guys going to get me. Can- all right, so are we starting? <laughs> what is going on? Okay. So, <laughs> the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford What's it is about? about the assassination <laughs> of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. It's directed by Andrew Dominic. And There's a little more to it than that. has a huge all-star cast. It's basically about... Pitt. Affleck. Renner. Renner. Uh, Rockwell. Rockwell. Schneider. The dude from Parks and Rec. 
That's pretty much it. That's all I can Zoe think of. Zoe Deschanel. Of course. The girl from Elf. Well, most people would probably know her from New Girl. No, most people would know her from The Happening. I, I know her from I Elf. I think that's the case. <laughs> yeah, Anyways, so that's a movie. So yeah. Big all-star cast. Um, it's, it's not that big of an all-star cast. Kind of is. You have the pit. This is like a very popular movie, I don't think. You have pit. I know, but I don't You've think got it's so wrong. Well. No, you have pit. You ended there. You have That's Casey all, Affleck. All you need is pit. Oh, wow. You've got Sam Rockwell. The worst Affleck. Why would, this isn't a description the of the Affleck movie. duck is better than <laughs> Casey oh. Affleck. Casey Affleck. Affleck is a great actor. Uh, um, that probably sounded great on audio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably they're just. Headphone not. users beware. It's going to go in the description. Um, it's basically about the the James gang and an epic. What a great it's this very very grand large movie about the events leading up to and directly after the assassination of Jesse James. What led to it? There's a couple little side plots here and there. Um, there's a whole whole giant array of characters. Oh, interweave. They all interweave. It all connects in the end to explain how. Basically, how and why Jesse James was assassinated, and uh, who everyone was, who Jesse James was, who who was Robert Jesse Ford James was. Um, yeah, so Dick what, Little, Dick Little, greatest movie name of all time. So, what did you guys think of? Start with me. Yeah, this film. I thought it was incredible. I absolutely loved this movie. Jonathan, agreed. Uh, agreed, and I think it's a masterpiece, and I think it's the best thing we've watched. Masterpiece! We got our first I think, masterpiece! I think this is um, fantastic. I don't know if it's better than it's Evan 2 now. I do, I do. I think it, but it is up there. Oh my masterpiece! God. As, much as, love, as much as I love a Zenning 2 knots, I think this movie I oh God, yeah. is... We okay. We just watched it. Like We just kind so of refre- fresh. We are fresh off this movie. Yeah. And it is two fifteen in the morning. It we the viewing experience just three of us, so fun. Let's start with that. It was fun in so oh, many well, different there's ways. There's so many things oh, we could. Start I don't there's know so where to start. Reactions. Let's okay. Let's start with some like. Um, let's start with the basics. basics. Looks. Uh, beautiful. beautiful. Uh, the west. Shot. The western front Roger is on Deacon's. full. Uh, the western front oh, really? is. Like, yeah, it's Roger Deakins. The Western uh, well, Front is on. Beautiful. The Anytime West- you see a beautiful movie, you should just guess it's Roger Deakins. The Western oh, wow. Front is on full display here in all its glory. We see yeah. different seasons. We see wheat fields. We see mountains. We see all sorts of landscapes. Yes, we see night. We see day. We see all the homes they live in. Yeah, it's, it's all beautifully crafted. You get a sense of isolation, real. but like, and also the sense of scale of like these landscapes and stuff. It's a. It's, it's a atmospheric movie in a lot of ways. It's gorgeous. And then, like, also when they come into closer spaces, I think those are all done very well. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes Jesse James' character seem so menacing. Like, there's a couple... Sh- there's one shot... Like, the sh- obviously the shot where he's following behind him in the horse and he goes off screen for a so bit. It's an incredible shot. There's a shot where... Off amazing there's a shot where the two brothers world. are conversing and he lights the candle in the back and you, like, yeah. just see a shot. Some, like... Subtle, incredible stuff that He's like. He's a looming so shit. I just like to say before we go too deep into this movie, because we will get very deep in this movie. 2007 is a ridiculously good year for movies. Yeah, did you know? You had No Juno, Country for All. Juno won for uh, Best Screenplay. We're gonna we're gonna go with. No, this was even nominated. No Country I'm for sorry. Old Men. Yeah. There will be blood. 
the funny think? games remake. Like another masterpiece. Those are three of my all-time favorite movies Same right here. there. Did you know Roger Deakins was nominated twice for some tough feats? Still didn't win this year. For what? For what two movies? No Country for Old Men. And oh, no you're forgetting Ratatouille and other incredible. Uh, movie? I haven't seen Ratatouille. Ratatouille. What's the better Pixar? It's great. Ratatouille might be the best. Zodiac. Um, Zodiac. The Simpsons movie, super it, bad. It was a bizarrely good year yeah. for movies. Spider Man Three. Wrong. Um, Spider Man Three. Shrek the Third. The Mist. The Mist is incredible. Three Ten to Yuma. Also, I need to see Three Ten. <laughs> okay, we're not right. talking about other two thousand seven. No, I just movies. wanted to briefly mention pretty two thousand seven was pretty an banger incredible year. year. Except for Juno, that's a little stain on it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Juno brings the year down. Um, so we're moving on from that. Thanks, uh, Diablo Cody. Anyways, so we've talked about very briefly how beautiful yeah, we just, it is. If pretty, we really went into detail, it'd just be us saying pretty, what shots we love. Though. Pretty, but just overall pretty gore like. Gore, drop dead gorgeous yes. looking. It's, it fits the tone of the movie perfectly. Me and John kept like, saying it looked like Red Dead Redemption too. Because it's right, yeah, so remind me of like Red Dead. Flashback scenes yes. look fantastic. Well, not flashback, but the filter. The way they do scenes. it looks really good. Like yeah, it's beautiful. not like weird and distracting. It, just gushing about how yes. gorgeous this looked. You could just um, this movie's pure eye candy. I, but it's not just eye candy. The score. Score is perfect, the implemented score perfectly. perfectly. I think the song at the end is probably my favorite. Yeah, it's such yeah, a beautiful it was song. Good. Emotional, like yeah, it's extremely. Emotional. We haven't gotten to what I think. We haven't gotten to the best eye candy. Brad Pitt. <laughs> Brad Pitt. <laughs> let's get that. Let's get that away. Brad Pitt is gorgeous. Well, that that segues into that what I think may be the best aspect of this movie, Brad which Pitt? is the acting. Acting is and the all writing. around. Which I think right. is some of the best I've ever heard. It definitely should have gotten nominated for screenplay. I don't know how it did. Let's 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 not look back on could would have should have could have. Yeah, no, let's just talk about Oscars, about, I just, Oscars I suck. We all know this. Yeah. Are we gonna do an Oscar pod? Uh, no. It'd just be me crying we're about not, the White House. We're not gonna have it out in time. <laughs> yeah, true. Unless we, we could, were just wanna do we like could, a we can do a quick predict. I my I predictions are already on Twitter and I nailed them. So um, anyway, best picture you did. So far, Actors. we have struggled to stay on topic. Oh, yeah, a little bit. All right, everyone just say your favorite character and actor in the movie. Brad Pitt. Um, I'm honestly going to go with Casey Affleck as Robert that. Ford. I'm going Brad Pitt just because I think it's, this is his best performance. It's also neck. It's pretty neck and neck. Yeah, it so is neck they, neck. Those, they are both fantastic. They work they all uh, Runner up to Jeremy Renner. Uh, Jeremy, Jeremy is good. I was making. Good. I was thinking it. There, everyone was. I couldn't think of the kids. The kids are good. The kid actors are great. There's a kid scene that's horrifying. Uh, Jesse James' wife is in one scene and she she's nails it. Kills it. The kid is in that one scene and also like portrays emotion really well. Every every performance is fantastic. This movie builds tension in such a masterful oh way. My. There are scenes in like countless scenes in this movie. It felt like. The best scenes from *Inglorious Bastards*, except written in a smarter very way. Serious, very serious, very serious. I'm not shit. Scenes. They're just different. They're different, oh, but it's it's like realist. It's gritty. It's real. It it's, is very real. I it's was. Scary. I there was multiple scenes in this film where my jaw was just open. Oh yeah, for the yeah. Whole we scene. we're like silent. We can, like we, we hear a pin drop. We can talk about. There were, I, I think there film. were like three different dinner scenes that like all were like, all great. oh my god. This film blends comedy and drama. Like it switches so from well. comedy to... It doesn't switch. It's all one and the same. It's all natural. The tones all, can shift like that. Yeah, and it's like, 
I think it just blends them together True. really well. True. I think yeah, that one I think scene with it, Brad Pitt. There and, isn't like yeah. It's, oh yeah, that one's it's not that one's, like they stop the film to do joke punchline. It's like it just it's just part of in. the film. Like it's a lot of comedy. tension will be broken with a joke, and it's but like it's, it's, it's but everyone and everyone's like it's all like uneasy laughs. Like yes. you can tell that they're forcing themselves. Yeah, that's how it actually. Okay, be. so. so you said, Casey, I want to, let's talk about the actors we like for, I'm going to um, go into some stuff on Brad Pitt. I want to go into some stuff. Um, I want to go on I stuff. Loved, you pick Brad Pitt as well? You know I picked Brad I want to talk about them both, but I just want to bring up some I stuff. I want to talk about, I think Casey Affleck's character is the most interesting part yeah. of this movie as well. Uh, but I want to, I'll talk we'll about We'll have that talk. I was, let's He's do our, really the main character. let's do our pit. He is the main let's character. Let's do our pit. I don't know how that's important. Let's do our pit talk first. All right. Yeah, pit talk. Um, we'll make a quick pit talk for this one. Boom. <laughs> the fact that he was he pit was go. such a he was literally like the boogeyman mm. in this movie. He is. And he played it very very well. It, it wasn't ridiculous at any moment. No, like see the scene I thought of was the scene when he talks about when he's with the brother and he's talking about how he took the one guy out for a ride. Yeah. Yes. Like when you get the flashback, like right after the flashback, yes. there's a look in his eyes that's like, it looks like there's tears, but it's just pure like fear. And then he goes and sits in that chair and like you can just see him in the shadows and it's like he is an absolute menace. Brad Pitt could have played this like most actors would have played this, which is just straight, straight anger, but motionless. But there's so much that he says like with just his face and his eyes. Oh my god. And it's it's absolutely stunning to watch. And then when he talks, it, it just becomes even... He says so much without using words, but then when he does use when words... He, it's like, oh. It's, it's gorgeous. It's and he doesn't even say much. Flows. It's just like... No. And he doesn't say it like but over the he, top or anything. When he does say things, you know it's... It's incredibly important, and it's never cheesy. It's never corny. It would be so easy to have him come off as corny. Yeah, you could have like dumb one-liners, but like his like his one-liners come off as so badass. And he is a badass. This, in a lot of ways, this movie is a weird love letter to Jesse James. James. Yes, which brings me. I don't know. Hannah, we'll keep talking about Pitt before I talk about why like Casey Affleck's character so much. I love Pitt too. I I I. I love Casey Affleck too. I, I, um, I think every performance is from your soundtrack. I just yes. really like. I think I think Casey Affleck's character is the most interesting. I yes. had the most fun watching Brad Pitt's character. Yes. So I'll if you're saying like if you're saying like favorite character, yeah. that's why I'm like Brad, like Jesse James' character. Yeah. But back like I've mentioned before, how the framing of many of the shots like make him as such an imposing threat. Like yeah, one, of my, on one of my one of my like a very simple but like probably one of my favorite shots in the movie is when they're all at Jesse James's house together and it's just a shot of Brad Pitt taking up the entire couch <laughs> while so Robert Ford's character is sitting on the floor playing with a children's like toy cross and like just like crisscross apples just cross. like he has such he it, there's two brothers it would be a, it would be a two on one in any scenario and he constantly puts them in their place he always he, he it just it doesn't need to like show. It almost never even shows his actions. No, you think about the it. The only time it really shows graphically what he does is when he does kid. an embarrassing thing that he's ashamed. And he's ashamed of. of. Yeah. Which is another aspect that like he is this incredibly badass, stern, dramatic, imposing but character. He's, but he's a real emotion. human. He he's not he's not this like archetype character he, of what a badass should be. 
he is a real human. He makes mistakes. He acknowledges these mistakes. He has emotions. He weeps at, at multiple he points could've, in this movie. This movie could have been like... This movie could have been like, oh, Jesse James is a badass. Like, here he is doing... Like, here's him gunslinging and stuff. But you almost... His... His character... His badass character is created purely off of, like, seeing the fear of others. Like, not his words literally yes. speak louder than well, his actions. he's a pretty terrifying character. I know, but I mean, like... He's unpredictable. You know, like... You know, he, you know people fear him because you see them fear him. You know what I oh mean? Oh yeah, I loved the way whenever someone was being accosted by him, they're so they, awkward. They look sick. The makeup they in all this movie look... is fantastic. Mm -hmm. They all look like they've actually experienced the West and aren't just Hollywood actors in the West. Quick aside, costume design also incredible in this. Like it's gorgeous. It made me wanna live in these times, even though it'd be terrible. A top hat and smoke a like that beginning train action sequence was oh, so fun. Or, one of my favorite shots is when it goes to complete blackness for like the a train. full 10 seconds and, and then the you train. see the train come around the corner and you see Jesse James's figure that, up by the train. That moment was like, I was like, okay. I'm, that was like, I was like, I'm in. And then the train robbery, robbery scene occurs and I realize what kind of violence this movie has. Realistic, fantastic violence. And not, a lot of movies, when they show violence, they use these obnoxious sounds yeah. to display that. This is just like if you hit a Clunk. table. Clunk. And it's realistic. Like human Another skull movie that crash. Does that really well yeah. is Bone Tomahawk, has this really dry. I still need to see that. Very blunt violence and that's my favorite type of violence and it's the most realistic Weirdo. and it's psychopath here <laughs> it is it. my favorite type no of it feels I'm real like yeah. you feel it you're actually every it's not every violence. It's every gunshot violence. in this movie you've like felt it like yes. every single gunshot like chill like chilled me to the bone i was like that's a real gunshot somebody just yes. died there's realistic the, muscle flash too like the, you see the smoke the, yeah it's like the, the duel between um the two jeremy renner and, and uh parks and rec guy parks and rec guy uh schneider dick little Dick Little, also hilarious that's so funny the duel between dick little and jeremy renner it's so good. is they, such a it's and it's well choreographed. And it's shot so well. They're so tight, so tight together. There's such great moments of tension and tension building. You just hear his footsteps rushing up the stairs. Yeah. You and it stares at that door for probably 15 seconds. It's, it's and then just out of nowhere, every boom. aspect of this movie is executed with such craft and such perfection. And it's almost three hours long. Yeah, it yeah. never. We barely up. felt it. I was compare I, this to Zero Dark Thirty, which you feel every single we, second we of. We stopped this movie and it was like. 40 oh my god, it's been fifty and, minutes. Yeah, and we were like, like I thought it was oh. like ten. Because it's it it, it it's brings I you in. Necessarily say it's a fast paced movie. It isn't. It takes its, its just, time, but it, like it every single along. scene. It it's it's one of those movies where you have to you watch it and you just are like all right the director knows what he's doing and he's gonna take me on this journey across this land and i just get to sit back because i know he's doing all of the work it's so well paced to like it shifts between character groups so well like like even when we're seeing like side characters do the thing like that was still interesting like a little oh, yeah, like a, a little aside with schneider and renner like you find out that like like it's a really old man and his his wife and then the wife gets like killed for sleeping with this dude. It's yeah, like, you just hear that I think it's like, almost, like just a side thing, like like whatever. Yeah. The way they deal with like her the one woman's own brother like being like 
half dead upstairs. She's so matter of fact about it. It's just like this is how this world works. Like this is how things work. Yeah. I really want to rewatch this movie. Oh, me too. I'm want to rewatch it just yeah. to look at it. Like yeah. I just want to again. It's just three. It it's a almost three hour almost movie. Two, yeah, two forty five about right now. It's it's an entertaining experience. It's also a sobering experience. It's oh. a very hard to watch experience sometimes. Yeah. The ending is super. The ending depressed. is just. Can we talk about Casey Affleck now? Yes. yes. We've moved on from Pitt. Um, Casey Affleck's character has this fascinating arc that you go through as an audience member watching him. Mm-hmm. I really sympathized for him. Yeah, you almost root for him. Rooted for him for I'm about the first hour of this movie. And then I hated him and mm-hmm. wanted him to die for the next hour. And then it, right at the end, they do it one last one little last shift. Little thing that's like, oh my where gosh. you're like, he's I been... kind of feel for him. Yeah, again. and then he's dead. <laughs> and it's and then he's it's genius. And they don't even they don't even show his death. Because the title of the movie is I think that's my only the assassination. What the I really liked that no, they didn't no, show no, his no. death. It's such a small issue. It doesn't matter. I don't like when movies end on the weird like screen cap. They, no, I didn't mind that. In this I was movie. I was like. I thought it was like, we're not giving you guys the satisfaction of showing you his death. Have you guys I seen the Shima see Life in Four Chapters? No, I that's not. My, that's another see. movie that ends with the freeze frame, and I don't mind. Most movies that do end with the freeze frame, like, I'm just not a that. huge fan. I liked it. It's my own I liked it. I think, I, I think it works in some I think places. if they would have ended yeah. with, like, showing his death, I, I don't know. I, I would have liked that. I, just, I definitely did not want them to it show his death. It would have gone against what kind of the point of the film is. Yeah. Which is, no one was really a hero. Jesse James was a bad guy, you know. In most respects. Oh yeah, he's a totally he's a murderer and like he he's was still, like crazy. Like yeah. you could see how like a lot of that was from like Robert psychotic Ford was like also a bad guy. Yes, yeah. of course. They but all were bad guys. The thing, Everyone here the is, thing is it, it doesn't present anyone as a complete hero. It doesn't present any, present anyone in a total negative light but, either. No. It there there was a moment where I I, I don't know, I kind of felt like, I kind of want Robert Ford to really kill Jesse James because at that yeah. moment in the film, I hated Jesse James and I, I was kind of really on Robert Ford's you side. sides. And by yeah. by the time Robert Ford kills Jesse James, I hated Robert Ford and I really wanted Jesse James to prevail. And that's part of the genius of that, this movie. That scene is really great. His actual great. death. Yeah. So because it's well, we have some debating to do about. What his why, char- why his character? I think he was. I think he was just done. I, I think, think he, he was, was ready to die. I think. I think he was tired of constantly Looking, mistrusting I think, and deceiving. I think, I think and, him giving them gone was like, okay, I'm just gonna. Yeah. I'm putting my life in your hands. It's you it's on you. It's I, on you now. I I'm done almost, looking over my back. I interpreted it almost as a test of Robert Ford's integrity. I thought yeah. so. I can see it as both. Honestly. I think it was that, both. but I'm like, I'm done on the thing that he was like, you know what? I'm. He mentions how he's sick of looking over everyone's back. Because he's, at that same he's scene, done with it. he's looking at like, his kid, I think. That's the later scene. Even, well, even no, in that scene, he also sees his kid and then he gives him the present. Oh. Let's be clear. Clear. Robert Ford does not kill Jesse James. Jesse James kills himself. Yeah, he's like whatever. Because he he, he refused to kill in front of his kids. Like yes, which shows his integrity in Robert cared, Ford's he life. He truly cared about. The thing is that Robert Ford has dealt with this constant bullying and yeah. abuse. He was his pushed to this. Life. Yeah, he was pushed to he this. Needed, he and wanted he also, something. He was so misguided in 
almost everything he did in his life, he thought he would be treated as a hero for this murder of Jesse yeah. James, and he ended up basically being a getting the same thing, the same and exact thing. And once that happens, you start to feel sympathy for him again, mm-hmm. because you feel like, well, he was just a confused kid. He was twenty. Kid. He was, he was 20 years 20 old. And he got caught up in yeah. so much and he's dealt with so much garbage this, from everyone. His hand was forced. Yeah. Kind he, of. It's so he hard. He could have said something. There's so many aspects you can yes. take from this And film. that's the great part of it's it. It's such a gray area. It's yes. like so much. Everyone is real. And like what would you, like what real. would you have done? Like, no, I don't I know. I would have shot myself. And that's what, that's the genius. The, um, seeing his shaky hand pointing, oh, that yeah, is yeah. such a great shot. And then like comparing that with them acting it out. Yeah. Like that's when I was back on like, all right, fuck this guy. He's profiting off the, he's No, clearly, I hated him when he killed. Oh yeah, I mean, but when I really was like, okay, he deserves yeah. to be. There's still layers there though. Like, even can, then, yeah, I know, but like. When he started like trying to profit off and like acting like this big bad tough guy, him, well, when he really movie, wasn't. The whole movie, he's he wants to be like Jesse he James. He has little twang. The only way he feels like he could do that is by becoming, becoming literally trying to become him. Badass character, but he fouls at that too, and eventually and, by the end he just realizes what can I'm I do? gonna accept myself for who I am. I'm not the, I'm not Jesse James. I'm not this cool guy. I just want to live a peaceful and life. By the time with he does wife. that, and when he finally accepts who he is. He finally accepts, yeah, I'm not a hero. I'm not this brave soul. I'm kind of a coward, but he I'm says okay it. He that. says he was, I, I did it because I was afraid. Yeah. Like that I, line yeah. right there and is such it's so great. It's okay. It's kind of beautiful. He finally learns yeah. to live with who he is. And then and at that point, that was it for him. He, he had completely evolved from this likable loser to this this very despisable winner in a way yeah to back to being this loser character but a loser likeable, who you likable loser likable loser who yeah. isn't really loser anymore because he's finally discovered himself and that was his arc and it's fantastic probably a really genius arc really genius you go arc on it with in him. a really subtle way that could have been presenting a very dumb simplistic Simplistic way, and we're saying we're talking all this about his character. We haven't even mentioned like how he acts it. It's incredibly it's wonderful. Like it's subtle. He's it's awkward. He's perfect. He, there are moments where he tries to be badass and is instantly shut down. You can see the defeat on his face. You can see. You can see the the. You can see fear. You can see him. It's too. so he does it pretty. It's pretty masterful. Mm-hmm. Like. Everyone's performance is masterful. All the side characters, everyone I works well together. Like their chemistry, every character had a chemistry. You felt the bond between them. You felt it through the writing. You felt it through how they acted around each other. You, there's so many little things that are just absolutely perfection about this movie. Gosh, I can. Gosh, I don't really have any bad things to say about I it. I couldn't. I couldn't think of anything. I said my one I kept, thing, and even then, it's not. Good I kept at all. waiting for. I was like, is it gonna I slow down? Are they gonna not nail the ending? Would, and they I would dislike it, and it never came. And he, even like, I loved. I really liked. I don't know if you could call it an epilogue or not. Like when the narrator takes over towards the end. Like a yeah. lot of really like interesting Jesse James facts. Like that, that fit. Like stuff about like how they would literally like parade his it, body around, yeah. like on and ice, and, and, like and, in front of his wife, and people would pay to see. That it was shown alongside mm-hmm. the literal seven mm-hmm. wonders of the world yeah. is insane. To his wife's character. Like, oh yeah, she that's she has to do with in her his own body in her own home. Yeah, she can't live in peace. And and I also liked 
in a worse movie, this would have felt like, uh, I don't know, not exposition, but just like a straight up description of his character. But it felt fitting for Robert Ford when he was kind of like Robert Ford. He kind of explains who Robert Ford is as a person. Mm-hmm. It felt fitting. It felt like it wrapped up his character perfectly. Yeah. It didn't feel like it was trying to explain it. It didn't feel dumb in any way. Yeah, a little small at like the narrator, whatever great narrator voice. I mean, oh, it's yeah. not really doing much, but like, I think they brought in the narrator at like great times. Like, it would show like a beautiful shot and he'd just give some like, some sort of inner thoughts, something that happened off screen. Like this movie didn't feel the need to show you everything. Yeah, I think it picked it picked and chose what it showed, and there was never an instance like, "Oh, I wish I would have seen that." Like mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, I like okay. that the narrator Make- isn't like intrusive." That's yeah, why he's no, he is. Like, the the film works without the narrator. He just adds kind of a cherry on he top. He adds of, another layer to yeah, and I'm I don't this really, film. I as much as I feel like it, it can appeal to most people. I. I I, I can't I, think of anyone who wouldn't like maybe if you're just like length, a teenager someone, with a short attention span maybe you're stupid millennial I don't know if uh, I know I worry I want to like really a thing but I can see grandparents enjoying this movie yeah, yeah. it is very it is also very reminiscent of like old like westerns yeah. like it is but it kind of mocks it's the very, John Wayne esque character of this flawless yeah. Flawless badass the big character. Early man. Yeah, it kind of. Have you guys seen? Mocks, have you guys seen the Searchers? It's no. a very smarter look at that type of character because, yeah. like we've already said, Brad Pitt is not a perfect person, and that's what makes him interesting. The Searchers is a John Wayne movie where he he doesn't play like the perfect superhero, and like a lot of people say, it's like his best performance. I I saw it. I watched it in my class, and I really loved it. So uh, speaking of, there's a really great uh, video analysis about vocal control in movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think it's by Now You See Me. Uh, definitely go check that out. Uh, the vocal control in this movie is fantastic. There's yeah. a scream where Brad... There's a scene where Brad Pitt uh, snaps at Robert Ford and his brother oh, for God. going off on their own. It, yeah. And it, like, it shook me to the core, and it was just him shouting. And he it, rarely rates like even raises no, he's calm his laugh the whole movie his laugh is maniacal KCF and like is the master of like cracking his voice at the right moment just oh yeah to get off this, great like, he played he played a awkward tw- like not awkward but like he played a coward he played the cowardly 20 year old like he played a yeah. kid and again like, he's a kid if you wrote down these roles and gave it to a worse director or worse they'd be stereotypes or worse at worse actors it would it could be presented in the most boring stereotypical stereotypical way. cliche way there's so many layers all characters mm-hmm. you've seen before when in this film they're all there's a depth to every character each character feels real like i've said this many times already at this point everything feels real about this movie the set design is fantastic i never felt the like atmosphere i was sucked a movie. i was sucked yeah. in pretty it felt very like they early were, on. Me too. the nature scenes are all incredibly realistic i felt like they were actually the being affected by i Holy. hate movies when they're in the snow in a snowy atmosphere and they don't look cold yeah they fit the, they changed they changed like, with the their yeah. surroundings there's a scene where a person's sick and they look incredibly sickly. That was that scene was really sad to me. Like just yeah. see, like it really showed like where that like a very small like kind of side character, like just showing like where he lived like alone with no heat mm-hmm. was really like 
like just a broken man like, like what yeah. like he doesn't really and we've already talked about the scene where his like death where he's yeah. that that might that's like one of my favorite sequences because you can just no. see his contemplation of his face like he doesn't he's like why even try he knows what's going to happen to him why mm-hmm. even try and run like he's just going to be executed I'm a, I'm a huge fan. Well, maybe we should all go around and say our favorite scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick, uh, I don't what's your favorite know. scene? I really... There's think, a ton of beautiful... The scene I think about the most is honestly the scene where he goes after that kid and then just after there's that recollection. It's so great. It's, really it's such like a twist, too. Like, you wouldn't expect to see his character It's do like that. gruesome yeah, without when, showing much... When I saw that scene, I thought, oh, Jesse James is kind of a monster, but and then, then he, scene right you now. see him weeping into his horse. And it's you're so like, great. Oh, he's kind it's of... Such he's a human. He is such a human. A but he, then he gets right back to business. Like, yeah. He gets back on his horse. He, he goes. tries to recollect himself, pull himself together. And it's like a crack in that. That, that scene, when... That scene, like... Before that, I was like... Like, I was in the movie, I was like, this is interesting, I'm into it, and that's when I was like, okay, we we got something. Like, the, our, I, like, looked around at your guys' reaction to the scene, and we were all just like, like, he just so like, oh my god. so many great scenes of tension where I was looking around, and everyone was so involved in the movie. Yeah, yeah like, we, sometimes we, like, I'm not gonna we lie, we, like, we, like, talk during movies and stuff, like, commentate on it, but, like, we constantly, like, when one of us would talk, we'd be like, shh, or, like, we'd be like, we, or it would just or be like pure silence. The best would be it just naturally fell silent because we got so invested in the movie. There you go. Really, I can only think of one other movie we watched together that did that in this, the, uh, basically the climax of Do the Right Thing. We oh, all fell silent yeah. at that scene. There's countless scenes in this movie where we were kind of chatting uh, and, and then, then like it just something. fizzled. It, it didn't fizzle out. It just stopped because we got involved. Like, oh, in one something's of going, the, something's going to happen. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so many dinner scenes done to it's hard I I don't pick my favorite scene right now what's standing out to me would be the battle between Jeremy Renner and yeah, that seems fantastic. Uh, Dick Little I think that's I'm gonna, a fantastic I'm gonna scene, go but I'm can I I'm go. I think I'm gonna go the dinner scene where Robert Ford and um, Jesse James are sitting opposite each other. Because yes. I think that just shows them, like, mm-hmm. there's so much going on in that scene. Yes. Like, you can see that Jesse James knows things. You can see that Robert Ford is trying to stand up for himself and just can't. Like, so much happens in that, like, one long, continuous scene. Like, you think it's going to end, and then he sticks his foot out. It's yeah. so... Everything about that scene was just, I was in it. Yeah, I think I think that might be one of my favorite scenes, too. I, there's so many great scenes that are probably going to stick with me for a long time. That one, and then it. I would... I would say the one where he's behind him on the horse, uh, and then I think that his actual assassination scene. We're all his actual him. assassination for sure. The scene with the child for sure is going to stick with me. There's so many fantastic. I just want. I want to watch it again. I want to watch it again, and yeah. I, I would gladly watch it again despite how long it's. Recommended. I am shocked. I've never. I like hadn't heard of this movie before. I heard it was of recommended, it, but it was never on my radar. I've never heard of it. I've wanted to watch it for a while. I recently, someone I know said it was like one of their favorite movies. And so I was like, oh, all right. Uh, sounds like something I'd like to watch. And I'm incredibly happy I'm, that I did because I found one of my favorites. I'm, yeah. yeah I. Um, this is probably my, I'd say No Country for Old Men was probably my favorite Western. 
before this. If yeah, you even consider yeah, that one, yeah. I think this probably just overtook it. Um, yeah, this is definitely my new favorite Western. I'm not like a Western oh, connoisseur. I haven't seen a lot of Western. It's probably honestly one of the weakest categories of movies I've watched. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's pretty, probably my new favorite. Pretty, I love pretty, it. pretty great. I think it's fantastic. It's one, honestly one of my favorite movies. Do we probably. need to do scores? Maybe I'll, I might have to watch again before I officially say it's like one of my favorites. But do we need to? Are we ready I mean, to score? Any final words? Neck. Any final words before? Yeah. I mean, it's a ten out of ten. I, I agree with everything you just said. I just didn't want to repeat it again. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm wondering if you have anything you want to say. Come about. on, what else could it get? It's a ten out of ten. I, no, I'm saying what other things you want to. If you have any last words you want to say about it. It's just, I did not expect this movie to be that good. So Me either. It's such a smack when it's this great. Such a pleasant surprise. It's so I love that kind of feeling when you weren't expecting. Like, it's a good feeling, like going into something you know everyone loves and like you know is a masterpiece and be like yeah that was a masterpiece was but like, when you go into something you're like you have no clue what it's gonna be and then coming out like oh my god what did I, was, I just watch I was expecting surface level and got so much more and like, so I was awesome. I, I was I was expecting something and I got something and I got a little more than what I expected a little extra sauce yeah I think we all know our scores Um, I'm going to give it my first 10 out of 10 on the show. I think it is a masterpiece. Can I change my score? I'm giving this one an awesome-tacular. I'm just giving <laughs> this one a uh, strong 10. Me too. I'm incredibly confident that it's a 10. Yeah, me too. And this also solidified that as adding to an ox is a 9 for me. I think this movie is a lot Better than this, I, I think those nuts. these two movies are very I different. I can't compare them, honestly. Oh, I, I know, but, I, but like the thing with the Zeta Two Knots, I could f- I can think of flaws off the top of my head right now about that movie, and I'm struggling to think of anything I didn't really like in this movie. Mm-hmm. So I get that, uh, but that that shouldn't necessarily be how you judge a movie. This yeah. is but I still I I don't when I get, s- when you get in the nine and ten range, that's. Oh, yeah, I'm like nine. I'm like nine and a half, ten for Zed, and I'm like, this is pretty. I'm pretty firm. When you get in the nine and the ten range, it will be little things like f- minor flaws that keep it from. And being I don't want to. I don't like. Me. I don't want to look. I don't like looking like have. I don't like feeling the need to look for minor stuff. You no, know what I mean, and I don't. Even if I found something in this, I don't think it would change from a ten because there's so many amazing aspects that would override that immediately. And just for a movie, and this like with this runtime, to just be able to. Hold on to that all yeah. throughout is really, yeah, really impressive. Bored, I'm moment. surprised it never drags. Like, and honestly, it's amazing. impressive. I think it achieves everything it set out to do, which is another thing about Zen and Two Knots. I'm not sure that it fully achieved everything it set out to yeah. do. This movie, I think it achieves exactly what it was going for it's in just, a perfect way. It's, a pretty, it's just a, it's just like a, in it's a, like a painting. It's just like a, a piece flaw, of art. It's a, just there. In a it's, flawless way, it achieved everything it set out for. Really? We just talked honestly. about it for 40 minutes. Oh my god. <laughs> Are you serious? Yep. Oh. So, speaking that, of art. Our first our first certified masterpiece. Yeah, our, <laughs> our first one where every person gave it a 10 out of 10. So, nice. I can say with confidence this was my favorite movie we've watched so far. I, me too. I can't. I don't know. I just mm. love the Zen 2 not so much. I, I can't. I'm, it goes between how much I love a unique and personal experience between, well, this is just truly great. I was so, personally invested in this. I was, I was personally invested too, but 
Uh, something about his end too now just feels mm-hmm. so personal. You gotta watch it, Cook the Thief. I, it's, it's on my list. Up maybe maybe it. Nick likes it so much because it was his first Peter Greenaway flick. Yeah, maybe. And me and never you forget been, your first yeah, Peter Greenaway. You never had forget been, <laughs> the first Green movie. Me and you had been experienced. I need to watch it. I'm ex- Cook. I'm excited to have time to watch. Me too. Whatever I, I want. I plan on watching that this week. I want to watch like all of his stuff now. Yeah. But my Criterion channel is completely full now. So. We should do like. There's so much. Have you ever seen like there's ways to like watch stuff like watch stuff together? Have you seen that? Yeah, rave. So I I yeah. saw a different website, but I think that would be fun to do. Something. That would be fun. Um, just a recommendation if you're a listener, if you've been renting renting like half of the movies we've watched, most of them are on Criterion channel. Very good deal. Um, Very great. Definitely check out Criterion Channel. It can be a little hard to find movies if you put a little effort into it. Yeah. They have hundreds upon hundreds of gems on there. So definitely go It'll check take, out Criterion Channel. It'll take years to get through all that. It's yeah. going to take you a while and they're to even find it dark, honestly. They're constantly be. adding new, they have Baxter. Cool, interesting things. Baxter we need to watch. Uh, we haven't watched Baxter yet. Um, That'd be fun commentary. Very That'd be fun commentary. But, I mean... Definitely, if you're if you've been watching along and you've your wallet is feeling a little uh, empty because you of need us, to donate to us. I mean, you first off, save that money, give to us, so we don't sound like we're <laughs> so we're Sorry. in a cave the whole episode. All right, we got. Secondly, we have to move. <laughs> what's what's secondly? Go buy the Criterion Channel. Yeah, if you, have a, if you have a buddy, go help them out because I don't want them to get no money and. And, f- and if you want like some suggestions, go definitely follow us on Letterboxd. I think Nick should get on Letterboxd because I think people following us would like to look. By the time this see. episode comes out, I'll be caught. Cal- I'll be caught up with everything. By the time this episode comes out, I'll probably have more stuff on Letterboxd. I've, I've been, I keep a giant list of everything I watch. I'm just way behind on Letterboxd right now. Yeah, so I I've, I've been right I gave I didn't really I just kind of. St- kept up from when I got Letterboxd. I didn't want to go back because I feel like anything mm-hmm. before then I kind of would just want to rewatch to rescore. Yeah, I started Letterboxd in like October and I started doing all the movies I've seen from the start of that summer on because I didn't want to go back. I mean, this goes back to like 2018 summer and I didn't want to mm-hmm. put up my scores for those movies because it's very likely that even in that small amount of time I've changed my view on them. So I just did from the start of summer of 2019 on. Yeah, so go look at ours. We'll have, we have, and Letterboxd also has great like curated lists of stuff that will probably have great recommendations. That's where I I find a lot of my stuff on there. Watch YouTube. Yeah. Um, Some tips, but let's move on. Oh, by the way, we we're talking about three movies this episode. Yeah, there's two, uh, there's two more to go. Um, Hopefully we have not a lot to say. Uh, yeah. This might be we'll a lengthy see. one. This might be. Well, you're in so for an extra treat. So this far. is going to be an assess. So, we're going to move on to mine. Um, which is. <laughs> after many failed picks. Wait, you picked I, all that jazz, right? I picked. Amelie, I think it's pronounced. It's French. Sorry to any French listeners out there if I pronounced it wrong. Um, directed by uh, one John Pierre Junet. Apparently, this was shot in over eighty Parisian locations, which mm. is pretty mm. interesting. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's a rom com sort of comedy drama. I would it's say it's hard a to s- specify exactly what this is. I would say it's a kind um, of dark rom com. Yeah. 
Yeah, darkish. It's dark about it deals with dark tones. It's about a girl it's who's dark things happen. It's dark not things a dark happen. movie. It's, it's about not a, dark. It's just dark things. It's happen. about a girl whose mom died pretty early on. Pretty tragic circumstances. Uh, well, I hope they funny circumstances. It's pretty really funny up. circumstances are <laughs> also fucked up. Um, like, oh my god, really? And she the chances. She she seems to be suffering with some sort of anxiety. I took it, yeah. and she decides to make it her mission to just help all the people around her make their lives better. And in that process, she also sets on a journey to communicate and get with what a man she fancies. Um, it's hard to describe the plot of this one. It's just she. It's like a bunch of side quests of her. Yeah, yeah <laughs> of it's her not, doing like fun narrative. stuff. Um, what you guys, it is kind of, but it's a bunch of. Like, what do you guys think of this one? Cycle. I'm interested. You start. I started last time. Um, I liked it. I didn't love it. Uh, uh, there's aspects of it that really annoyed me. There's aspects I really liked. I don't think it's a fantastic movie, but I think it, there's really, really good parts. So I'm kind Let's of move. in the I liked it range. Move on to Nick. I really liked it. It's a charming movie. I like really like the charm of this movie. I think the editing is super outdated and it was annoying. Mm, kind of. I mean, there's, there's some moments. There's some, moments. there's some really there's weird moments. moments that remind me of like... Yeah, just some little quirk, some quirky... Quirks. A little CGI vibes. The um, CGI also really annoyed uh, me. Yeah, I was going to mention the CGI. It, <laughs> it's it just, gone. <laughs> you could make the argument that it was it's intentionally cartoony. But God. It, it still looks terrible. Yeah. It, it annoyed me. There's a lot of quirky, jokey moments that annoyed She's me. It's not going to let me get mine, huh? Oh yeah, what did you think? Yeah, that's how I feel. I'm I'm right with you. I I liked it. I didn't I did, definitely didn't hate it. I definitely didn't love it, but like I didn't like not enjoy my time watching it. Like well, I had I a good I, I had a good time, time watching, watching it. Yeah, I had a like, fun time watching it. Like, oh, can we talk about the timestamp thing? How long this movie is? We don't know how long this movie is. We don't know, how long, we don't know what the Me and Nick watched it on HBO. Is. I think you yeah. you watched it on HBO, right? Mm-hmm. And it was a little over two hours. It was like two hours. Two, two hours and nine minutes. Two hours and nine HBO minutes. Yes. And if you Google Amelie runtime, it's uh, two hours and three minutes. And the version I sure? watched was an hour and 56 minutes. Mine says two nine when I Google it. Did you Google Amelie runtime? I'm looking at it. Google Amelie runtime. Well, that's not ever where I see the runtime. I just Google the movie. Yeah, like and it I, shows up. I have my movie. Well, right now, so for me, I realized I was watching a shorter version. Two point oh three. That doesn't mean. Yeah, that's not. If you hmm. do the math, Carter having some more math problems. More math problems. I'm um, not coming off. Of this had a budget. Uh, uh. I don't know. This movie meant bank. Yeah, it was it's a huge pretty. Hit. It was, it was a, a hit. pretty huge movie. It got Oscars for screenplay. Yeah, I would agree. With Let's. That. I'm gonna. I think the best part of this movie is Cinematic how it looks. It really it looks, looks great. Looks it really looks beautiful. It looks fantastic. That's not great. I like this. I like the score. I liked it. I I just like those. Um, I like how like, I looked at it as a story of like a girl with like. Who kind of suffered from like social anxiety mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. a way, and I she really, I kind of really liked how they handled it and how they told mm-hmm. the story around that. Very and like, way. Def- way. like I found myself connecting to her at many points. Mm-hmm. Like it was mm-hmm. like it was a very personal story. I love how, like, she had to go out of her way to like try and like talk to these people, talk to this mm-hmm. man, like the most 
like bonkers thing. Yeah. There's a scene where she's like watching the TV and it's like, oh, you're never gonna do anything if you don't just get out there. And like, really I just connected. I really just connected to a lot of things that were going on. Yeah. A lot of like a very sweet. Scene. I don't know why this stood out to me, but I thought it was like a very revealing but cute and sweet scene. Kind of sad in a lot of way. There's a scene. It's like a, just a quick montage of her having sex with someone, and she just like has this emotionless. Like, not emotion. I felt like she was trying to be happy yeah. to make him yeah, feel really, good. Yeah, it was really And I got that sad vibe from moments. her, and I felt like she's not enjoying it, but she's such a sweet soul that she's trying to make him feel like she is. I think it's the only time this movie handled sex well. All the other sex jokes really kind of dumb to me. I was... I, I was, was just laughing too hard. At I was confused. <laughs> On the bar, like... I was like, okay. How this movie treated sex. Because after I saw that, I thought, oh, that's like a very sweet, innocent. And they did really just like wow, and I was like, okay. And the rest of it felt weirdly immature. Yeah, I didn't. I was kind of put off. They almost tried to make a statement about it in some ways, and then I was just kind of confused. I was a little put off. Some of the humor stuff kind of put me off. Like I was a little annoyed at times. The main thing that kept me back from loving this movie would be. It's definitely trying to be quirky in a lot of aspects. It's definitely trying to I did not mind it. I don't know, think a lot of... Did, I, I think some of the humor anything. was, but I don't think a lot of... Like, a lot of the dialogue, to me, came yeah, off as kind of genuine. Like, yeah, it's genuine for the way... The way it was presented, presented more was also the quirks. trying to be quirky. That came off as more trying to be quirky than, like, the dialogue itself. Oh, yeah. I, like... Too, for that movie, and the humor. A lot of the visual humor was, like, like mind it being quirky. Like, it actually... Oh, no, no, I didn't hate it. Like there were some, like, a couple annoying things. Like, nothing really stands... Besides, like, the sex scenes, nothing really stands out as being, like... Like, something I can think back to and be like, oh, that was really dumb. You know what I mean? Um, I didn't take notes. Like, I just, I just think back to the CGI. What was, this, what was the CGI? There was the... There was, like, the photo the that talked to talk each to other. Him. Oh, okay. She, they have, like, this... The imaginary friends? Of the imaginary friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. They never comes back. Yeah. I thought I took that as that was what they were There's going a scene for. Scene where you can see like her heart start glowing. Oh I yeah, didn't mind that. That was a little it dumb. Just, it it, it's a little dumb. But like, I really liked the ID photo book from the photo booth. I thought, I thought that was really the, cool. Did you stay? Really, like, did you watch the end credits? I no, not they had all the characters in that format. Oh, that's I thought cool. that was really cool. I, I that's like, lots of little presentation stuff about this. on the TV, and I thought that was a sweet moment. Yeah, yeah. I, there's there's just like there's really there's stuff I really enjoy like that, and then there's stuff that got under my nerves for some reason. And I thought was kind of obnoxious. And I liked it more than I didn't think I was gonna like it very much. Yeah, like so I was like bummed maybe, out that I had to. Maybe pick. that's what I thought I would really like it. Oh, I've really? been meaning to see this movie for a while and I've heard great things and that's why when I didn't really love it I was kind of disappointed yeah I get that I wasn't I wasn't going in expecting too much and I I was like slightly pleasantly surprised like I was like oh this like it was sweet like it was charming mm -hmm. I like per I personally related to it more than I thought I would I think we I really liked sweet that like 50 times but that's the best way to describe it yeah, charming sweet, sweet like I can see maybe that's why I was kind of turned off by the sexual stuff, too. It didn't fit. It didn't fit. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. fit with the And, movie. Like, like, when she's having sex with the guy it's in very, the montage, it's very well. it is, like, a sweet moment. But then the rest of it is ham handled in this very immature way that didn't fit with the sweetness of the movie. Because otherwise, it'd be like, yeah, watch this movie with, like, your 12-year-old would probably yeah. enjoy this movie. But then you add that stuff into it, and you're kind of like... 
Especially going back to Sweet. Especially I, with a lot of the humor being pretty childish. Yeah, like the entire, like, um, like messing with the house. But I thought it was it really funny. That it was feels, really funny. It feels like a youthful I like to remember the There's one house. great joke where, like, she tries to call his mother and it's turned to the psychiatric center. That's so good. I know. I really liked all that. It was, yeah. like, weird Home Alone stuff. <laughs> yeah, but that, it feels like a children's movie. It does feel like why a the sexual movie. stuff turned me off so much. Yeah, no. And I liked that I one shot with her having sex because that was, like, a sweet, childish look Hot. at the event. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you know what I'm saying, though? Like, that I, was the one moment where it was presented in a way that under yeah. her view of what it was, and that's where I liked it. The but bar the scene is just absolutely just ridiculous. Weird. Oh. I say immature. It I didn't say ridiculous in a bad way. I, I thought it was funny. It was, I thought it was really funny. I don't think it was. It, come off as it was immature. It was kind of out of place. That, uh, edgy thirteen-year-old would be immature after what? Like when just she like goes loud sex. It wasn't. It wasn't cute anymore and it wasn't sweet and the rest of the movie is very cute and sweet and it really turned me off Jump. and there'd be little moments like that throughout that kind of turned me jumping off, off that i i think her character i really loved her character i loved her character yes i like she played it very well it's like it's not like the most deep character but i think she just she's just a nice soul yeah. so I, I just had so much fun watching her going around and Me just too. like doing mm -hmm. these little tat like it's just, such a simple movie like, it's, it's like yeah. it's so simple. simple it's just her going around with like one like loose plot line throughout it's just like her going helps, around helping people and then like it just it's such just like a homeless it's so nice. yeah, there's not like a linear story to this but it's kind of just her doing things. But it's also like and sad because you're like, like she's helping all these other people, but like she can't. She can't she's still herself. unhappy herself. Well, like she gets in that. And I know, but yeah, I'm saying it is. Has a happy and of yeah. course, it has to have a happy ending. If it if didn't, this I'd movie be like, had, like what? A dark nihilistic she ending, kills herself. I would. I'd be like, oh my god. I, this movie happy. would be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like it did the cheesy thing where like the guy comes last second, but I was like, yeah. And then you know them on the them on a motorcycle or bike is With like the most, the most stereotypical. I liked how that looked. But it looked nice. It looks nice, but... The last shot of her, just, like, her smile is really nice. Yeah, it's really honestly, sweet. I would rather watch a Wes Anderson movie than this. Oh, me too. And Wes, oh, I think too. they're both oh, kind of going for the same vibe. I think Wes Anderson does Definitely a lot does it of better. it better. Uh, in, by better, I mean he's more consistent tonally. Mm -hmm. And I think he... I don't know. He's more of an of a, adult filmmaker than this. Mm -hmm. This felt... Kind of like a fifteen-year-old girl making a movie yeah. at times, which works for, for a lot of it, but also leads to some moments that I kind of cringed at. I kind of thought were obnoxious, a little annoying. Yeah, I don't uh, have anything else to say about this movie. I mean, yeah. I think we've covered all yeah. the bases. Yeah, a lot it. of repetition. I thought we, we think but, we talked about it more than I thought we would. But. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of just there. I know yeah. I sound like a negative Nancy, but I I did I was like the positive. movie. Yeah. I did like yeah. the movie. Um, Scores. How are you Nick. Always starts with me. Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. This yeah. is we're in now. unity today. This is gonna be the unity round. Uh, we'll maybe. see. Uh, we'll change maybe. it. My movie is audition. After my ringing endorsement of Gozu, Nick's had curious. I think Carter has to go first in this one. For our, I picked one of my personal interested directors. Takashi Miki. I was already interested in this movie. I've heard. I really liked Gazu. I had heard so, of this. I did too. 
I wanted to see it, and then I watched Gazu, and I had no desire at all. So let's talk if about you've been a podcast listener, you know I hate Go Gozu or Gazu. So I had to I had to I had to double check to make sure it was the same director. This is um about uh this poor guy Ayami. I think that's how you pronounce it. I don't remember. This yeah. poor his, guy. His really. Well, I feel bad for him in the beginning of the movie. That's when you're supposed to feel hatred for him the most. What? Oh, okay. I guess we're gonna have some Our, discussion about this continue. one. Well, his wife dies. It's sad. Oh, the oh, very yeah, beginning. What, okay. what do you think I was talking oh. about? I didn't know. In general, I'm trying to do the twist the movie does. Okay? okay, 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 okay. I guess so. Oh God, I'm finished. <laughs> I was like, Nick, sexist, sexist alert. No, this guy, he's riddled with grief. But then his weird dick of a friend, Asami, I think his name. Son, also. No, his name's not Asami. That's the girl. Um, doesn't matter. No, doesn't matter. I want to talk hold, about that a little. They hold a fake friend a little. They hold a fake audition. Oh, they're for a fake movie, so he can find a new wife. Oh, and they made sure the movie had sex scenes in it, too. Yeah. Because I was kind of like, this sounds like an innocent rom-com, and then they were like, we made sure to have lots of sex scenes, and I was like, oh, this is some weird perverted sex thing, isn't it? But anyways, it's keep so going. It's so grimy and weird. But he finds a girl. He thinks he finds the perfect girl, but we learned she's a little not perfect. Let's uh, let's leave it at that. Yes, let's leave it at that so we can discuss. Carter, what did you think of Audition? I loved Audition. I loved Audition too. I okay. Love this movie. Love me. Let's. I was so excited. I was. I retain my hatred for Gozu. I think that movie is a piece of shit. And me watching this movie made me feel even stronger about how much I hate for Gozu because I realized he could do what he. Oh my god. Okay, I realized he could do what I wanted him to do this whole time. Can I do a quick timeout? He just chose not to for Gozu, and I hate it. I was really hoping you would love it because I was excited to rave about this, and I was hoping it wouldn't be just me. I knew Nick was going to love it. Oh, yeah. And I was like, (laughs) as I really hope I don't have to argue for this movie, I'm so glad you loved it. No, I loved it. This was right up my alley, man. This movie. I'm going to go around and. I don't have many negatives. Let me say some. I love. I have. I have I this movie. There's, there's some things. With this movie, there's some. Okay, a lot of it. The way this movie like almost shifts genres. It yeah, reminded me. It reminded me. Of, I don't want to like spoil Parasite. I'm not gonna go into detail, but it like reminded it reminded me of Parasite. Me of Parasite. I, I was like, oh my god. This movie with my girlfriend. So did I. And it's about forty I minutes. And the first moment. time you see the girl with the body bag, it's so um terrifying. And Renee was like. Oh my god, I forgot this was supposed to be a horror movie. I didn't, it was a rom-com in the beginning! It was a rom-com, which fits with the themes of the yeah. movie, which is Boom. genius. It reminded me kind of of the way Mahone Drive. Have Don't spoil it, I haven't seen it. Right, seen never mind. <laughs> Ignore that from your brain. Um, <laughs> There's some... Let's Can we talk about how like scary this movie this is movie, first? This movie's terrifying. terrifying. There's a shot when she... The first time she gets out of the taxi. Do you remember this? Where she just stands there. Yeah, she just stands. And the drives away. She just stands the same place it's she got so out and stares, and it's so subtle and when terrifying. I, when I started to be really creeped out by the movie is when there's a scene where he's talking to her at dinner, and it's it's going completely normal like any rom com would go. He's talking to the setup of this movie is like a romantic comedy. Yes. And then so he's, he's talking to her. Up. It's going normal. It'd be really. And then it it kind of something happens. Something you're talking about happens. the edit hitch? 
It edits out. Yes! And it's so weird. I thought it was a glitch. I was like, can we rewind that? What just happened? I watched glitch. and I was like, I love that. And, the, and then it edits out and there's no one in the restaurant. Oh my god, yeah. it's so... I was like... I turned to Renee and I was like, why is there no... There's no one anyway. There were cars going by. The, there's no more car. It's an empty, completely empty. And then you, I think you find out later that that was a... Back, it cuts back to a different restaurant. Yeah. Yes. They're cutting from scene to scene and... It's, it's unsettling. I, okay. It's disturbing. So I liked Gozu, this, but I liked Gozu as, like, a fun, like, romp thing. This, same. like... This is not a this, fun movie. This, like, per, this like toned... It, like, toned that style in, perfected it, and, like... It made it an actual it, it, serious movie it was with like, a purpose. I was like, did that guy... Did the Gozu guy really do this? I was, like, shocked. Feels like, like, I liked Gozu, but I was like, this is not the same. This is totally like different. Something... Like a master of, of filmmaking and horror would make, and not something who made a giant messy movie like Gozu would make. It's and like it felt like something David Lynch would make. Can so I want to say some little things first. Um, the score, I love the I score. Love the score. I, cool. I tried to find the score anywhere. Like I like spent like probably like 15, 30 minutes looking for. I couldn't find it. Yeah. I could find the theme, and that's it. The theme by itself is pretty great, yes. but like the score is used so subtly. Like the piano, I love. Oh, like yeah. I, like I was listening. I was I watched it with my girlfriend too. And she was like, "This is pretty." Like <laughs> in the beginning, it's like this is a pretty movie. It, it, it looks great. It, it really looks. looks it looks so great. Commenting it, it's got the side buddy. It's, yeah. it's, it's a single everything. dad with a kid, and then. And it, it it's like there's a goofy scene of all the girls trying out and like some strip pretty fucked like, like yeah it's like it's silly it also has and this then disturbing it, edge to it too because I know this the underlying yeah, it's just like because it's like this it's is a wrong. really scummy thing and then it and then one and then one cut to like her weird neck oh god her like spine mm-hmm. sticking out and she hovers over that phone it's, I was like oh and then just the smile on her face as the phone rings the phone rings I was like do not call him it's it descends into chaos in the third act and I I all it almost lost me there but then it pulls it together in the end yes with the torture scene which is unbearable one of the that for me it was harder to watch that than Antichrist I'm dead serious Um, when I say that when she started sawing his foot off I don't know it doesn't look that great but the sound design mixed with her face mixed with there's a weird mix of like humor in the torture scene also it made it worse for me it made it the humor did it made it worse for me emotionally like I felt sick to my stomach after. Yeah. Oh, I think even like you didn't like it. Like I no, really, like, no, I was like, made this it is... more effective. Can we like she is taking such pleasure? Before in we it. go to the torture yeah. scene, can we rewind back to the dream sequence? It's still with one of the incredible. most fucked up things I've the him the, eating the throw up. The throw up. <laughs> that was so one of the most disgusting. fucked up. Like my girlfriend got through it. That was the time she had to turn away. That was that was one of the most fucked up things I've seen in a movie. That, like no, seeing her, the dream sequence is. Bonkers, and I loved every minute of that dream sequence. I remember before I watched this movie, I clicked. There was like reviews on the side, and one of them was like, "Warning, not for the faint of heart." And I was like, "Okay, I heard this is kind of a torture movie, but I've seen most." But it's really not. It's like the. It's not a torture movie. There is a. What, probably the it's most gotta be ten minutes long. It's slow. It's methodical. His. His acting his in that acting torture scene is, is incredible. One like of the I, that kind of didn't work. 
some of the acting isn't incredible in the movie. Yeah. A lot of the side characters aren't yeah. that great. His like, song isn't that I great. I didn't think the one, like, girl at his office was that great no. either. No, she was not. There's great. a wonderful edit where he's getting a blowjob from the girl from and the it's gr- all of a sudden yeah. the girl from work. That, and I want to go into some of the... felt like a dream. I want to go into some of the underlying themes the about final this. dream sequence. Well, that's another thing I love about auditioning and one of the reasons I hate Gozu. This is an, incre- an this incredibly movie ha- feminist movie. Yeah. It has a purpose, too. Yes. I actually felt like the director was trying to say something with this movie and had a message. And he and nailed it. it wasn't just craziness because craziness is cool. Mm-hmm. It was There was a purpose to everything that you're being shown, I feel like. He nailed the theme or he was going for. if forward. there isn't, it just served to unsettle you even more, and it worked completely. It com- okay, so this movie, complete, the first half of this movie is, as it's playing like a rom-com, it's, it's, genius. it's the girl, it's, let, let, just let me get into it. It's the girl, that whole time the girl is chasing him, having to get after yes, him because the man yeah. is on top. And then it shifts, and it's literally the man chasing him. And then it completely flips the normal, like, girl being tortured, like, sexual fantasy thing on its head by making the most... Like, it completely flips this movie around. I think it's so genius. The dream sequence where he's being literally... um, He's facing all of the demons of girls. He's wronged in the past. It's so well done. It's so interesting. This is going to bring me to one of my main problems I guess with the movie is although it's kind of from his perspective so I don't know how much you can actually criticize it for this I wish his best friend got some kind of retribution his work buddy got some kind of retribution yeah but he's kind of forgotten about by the end of the movie I wish he got some sort of I guess I just don't know how that would have fit into it like I said it's not a big criticism I wish they could have figured out some way. I don't have any suggestions. It works still. Yeah. It's mostly from his perspective. You go inside his dreams. I was fine with that. But, I mean, I, I it's just like something I would have wanted is to see some sort of retribution for him. The last... It's hard to watch. If you're this not is one of like the, a horror... If you're not a huge horror fan, I can't see you sitting... I was really movie. surprised that, like... My girlfriend got through it. You, I was could, like, you could trick someone into believing this is a rom-com for the first half an hour if you're an evil, vicious person. Uh, and then, uh, go, John. And I gave her a warning. Because uh, it it's subtly dark for a while. And then it and just... Then it just drops you into madness. So, and then once you're in the madness, it's like, all right, we're going to break from it. And then you just get into the worst, most brutal part of the movie, which is when she's torturing him. And so Antichrist is, like, a lot of people widely consider that. But it's if like... If we ever get A again, I'm going to pick Antichrist because Ant- it's one of my all-time favorite movies. Antichrist is, like... There's, like, two or three scenes of the... the like, some of the highest brutality I've ever seen in a movie. But it's quick. And it's over. Mm, in some cases. I mean, like, graphic violence-wise. I would say the third act of Antichrist gives this act a run for its money. One thing I would say I know, but I'm saying violence-wise. I would say violence-wise, too. She screws at the... No, I don't want to spoil Antichrist. Um, but I would say the thing Antichrist has that's a leg above this movie yeah. is it looks real. And I would say part of the problem for some of the torture scenes in this movie is that Especially when you see his severed foot, it doesn't look particularly yeah. real. It's a little goofy looking. 
She throws against the window. That's I, a little. That's cool what I'm scene. saying. I love the humor, like yeah. the light it tones is of humor in it. Humorous, which sometimes makes it a more unsettling experience towards the end, especially. Let's just talk. Let's get some. Let's talk about that tour. I, I mentioned his acting, but like, the pain on his face without him being able to scream was like. Yeah. That was yeah. one of the hardest things I've ever had to you watch. See, like, the Every individual. Yeah. Like you see, her acting is fantastic in that scene. You see the well. first needle like puncture, and then it cuts oh, to his face, man, and you yeah. see every he's like deep, 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 like the very like like it's like oh my gosh, she's not. It's a haunting scene, and it's just can like we, can we talk about my favorite? You see scene? her, but like you see her tool bag. If she hadn't gotten interrupted, it's just like where would she have gone from there? Yeah. Like I was. Well, and you then, see the result from the other guy. You're just like, oh, bye. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. The guy who's forced to eat. I'd never it. seen, like, a tongue cut out like that in a movie, and it was mm. just so It's so gross. Disturbing. That was, that set, the set of her the set was so well done. Yeah. Lighting. It's so great. I love it. Um, my favorite scare is probably when, like, he gets back to bed after thinking, like, he's gone through all this torture, and you just hear, like, that so, like, and it goes right back. I actually loved that it was a dream, because it's like, she's in your head now. Yeah, it's it's not real torture, it's in your head, but you still feel it. And it, like, makes you think that this guy is gonna... It's like, oh, is this guy gonna get out of this? And then, like, nope. There's no (laughs) escape, because whenever he falls asleep, she'll be in his dreams. And she loves... He's stuck with her in real life, too. So even if she's this, this movie could be seen as like mal guilt for the way oh, yeah, he's definitely. treated women. It's incredibly. Or it could be seen as this bizarre feminist. I take it as movie. a really feminist movie. It, it is a feminist movie either way you look at it. But one way is from you look at the movie from her perspective, which is she's been constantly abused and tortured sexually yes. by men all her life. Okay, so she's finally getting it back getting back at them that's a simplistic approach yeah I feel like there's deeper there's layers there's definitely layers of he feels guilt for the way he's treated all of these this, women the whole yeah. time this is definitely gonna be like this is I'm gonna like rewatch this one like it every Halloween like, from now on yeah. like this it questions is, like uncontrollable sexual desires you have and if I don't know if I could watch this movie for a while though, I need to take I think I can we talk about another really uns like when he first goes and sees wheelchair guy? Oh god, yeah. Oh, like when he's hunched over that, I was the like prosthetics of his feet kind of made me. I didn't. I'm talking about when you first little. see when he first out. walks I in. I didn't think it looked good. I think it looked. Cool. I think it just looks bizarre. Scary. Kind of took me. When he first walks in and just see him hunched over in the corner, yeah. it looks like Bloodborne. Like you're reminding like some sort of like Bloodborne <laughs> stage. <laughs> Um, and then, like, when you see him, like, crawling towards her with the... I was yeah. like, is he gonna do some weird... It's... It is weird. This movie is, it's, like, fucked. Like, it's, this is one it's, of... it's genius how it tricks you into forgetting it's a horror movie. It's yeah. genius, the descent into madness. I just want to kind of want to rant at I the think there's stuff. a purpose... It's, 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 it's... There's a purpose to it. And that's why I think it works so well. And that's why I hate Gozu, is because I feel I, like... No this made this made me appreciate Gozu less because I saw what this guy could do. I still appreciate. Yeah, I like. I would song. still watch Gozu as a fun thing, but I was like, oh, like this I, is. I just. When I was this, is like, this, this is like. This is like. I just separate them as their open mind, and maybe if I like this, I'll like Gozu more. And it should be opposite. I really liked this, and for those reasons, I liked Gozu a lot less than I already did. This because I realized he's capable of making 
that kind of movie with a purpose and with it's a much better looking movie. It looks good. I yeah, love it looks how fantastic. Sounds the sound design is just haunting and unsettling oh, at times. Mm-hmm. There's some really bizarre editing that adds to this Works. uncomfortable feeling. Dream this sequence. The surrealist feeling of the movie. The two lead performances from the girl and the man are great. Uh, again, I said some of the side performances don't work. Yeah. Some of the dialogue is a little choppy. I didn't even hate them that much, but... Nothing was stood out to me as being terrible. This, like, really, like... I haven't been, like, truly, like, scared or, like, haunted by a movie in a long time. And this, like, like a horror movie, like, there I've watched, like, depressing movies that have mm-hmm. stick with me. Mm-hmm. But, like, the imagery of this movie is going to stick with me for, like, a while. And it really yeah. quickly became, like, probably one of my favorite horror movies ever. Uh, honest, like, honestly. Honestly, I haven't seen a movie probably since, I guess, maybe Irreversible that has made me want to not watch seeing as much as I was, the it was the hard to I watch. I watch Irreversible again. Uh, yeah, Irreversible might be one of the lowest of the low movies I've seen. I need to watch I actually that. think to its fault sometimes. It's, uh, sometimes it's just We'll talk about Irreversible I think this future I think episode so, yeah. far Maybe if we can not. I mean, I like the movie, but I, I do, do have flaws with it. Uh, um, this, this movie, I obviously have flaws with it too, but... This, the torture scene, I think there's a real purpose to it, so it's not gratuitous in any way, I don't think. I Some people probably will make the argument that it's gratuitous. You I don't can think always so. make that argument. Uh, his, uh, when you see the sun walk in and he sees his eyes, I thought, I just, thought, I thought she went like in under the I eyelid. Too, I was like, that like, I was like, oh, like, eye stuff, uh-uh. Like, and then I was like, oh, she just went under it. Even that, like. Even that throws uh, me out. I'm not. I'm not a huge needle phobe, or I'm not hugely scared of needles. This, like, but it's still really. What more affected me was her sawing the foot off. Oh god! Even yeah. though it didn't look that realistic, but the seeing sound of it, his, his face, face is what did it for me for the most part. Because you could, and when she's like, "Oh, this drug makes your skin," you I was like, "Oh, this pain. is the worst torture." She is like targeting nerves. This is the worst, most meticulous torture imaginable. Yeah. She would say, like, this is the worst, the most painful spot like, I could put oh the needle in. And this is the second worst spot I could put the needle in. And he couldn't say anything. Like, he yeah. had to, he couldn't His scream. His son showed up it. and he couldn't say he how to call the police or even run because she planned on torturing the son too. And then you realize it was all in his head. And in a lot of cases that would have been a dumb twist. But in this film, I felt like it added a whole yeah. other layer of yeah. he'll never actually be able to escape her because she haunts his dreams. She's stuck. <sighs> she haunts his minds, and he's stuck seeing her smiling, beautiful face every day. When every he time up. he thinks about a woman or how he's treated in the past, he's gonna think of that. Yeah, and that's. You know, but what? She'll. She. He's stuck with her in real life too. But she'll be this kind, sweet, loving lady. Which is adding this extra layer of feminist irony to the film, too, of behind this facade that all these women have to put up with, of being this happy, loving, mm-hmm. oh, I'll give out, you're, you're, I'm yours, this Let's... character for their husband, especially in Japanese countries and oh, Asian yeah. cultures, yeah. where it's, it's bad in America, it's far worse than those types of cultures. What's Nick where that's is... encouraged. I mean... It's 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 really it's kind of genius in a lot of that respect, especially considering how it ropes you in with the romantic comedy premise and execution. It's I love that. I love let's that. Go, let's let Nick do his. Um, eh, 
if you know me, you know horror is my favorite genre. I absolutely love horror movies. Horror guy here. That's why I usually choose horror movies. Because I Why don't you just look in the mirror? Why don't you just shut the fuck up? <laughs> this guy doesn't like Gaza. Let me get out top real quick. You know what? I quit the podcast. Good. Good riddance. Whatever. You'll never see an audition anyway, again. Let's, let's go on the Oh, way. I'll see you audition again. I'm going to do my own. Uh, I'm announcing my own auditions. No. Uh, wait. Are there any up? American remakes of this movie? Because they no. probably really don't. But, as I was saying, I Probably. love horror, but even I can admit, sometimes it just gets too dumb, or it just tries not to have a message, just for the sake of, sake of scares. But I think what's genius about this movie, it kind of flips horror on its genre, on its head, with um, uh, having the female as almost the antagonist and the protagonist. I think it's fantastic. There nearly isn't enough like female representation like that in horror, and I definitely think that it's nice to have this. And have it done so well. There are female revenge. This movie parallels Antichrist in the way that it treats female and how females are typically considered evil in a lot of Yes, and I think that's brilliant when a movie can do that. And it does so in a way where you could interpret it as a very misogynistic movie. But I think that's like if you're looking at it at the most surface level I think way, this movie is and pretty it's, genius. It's much out. much deeper than that. And I feel the same way about Antichrist got accused constantly of being misogynist. It's, and I it's think completely it's opposite. The opposite. Yes, it's the completely. opposite. And I feel the same way about this movie. Is it's honestly, it's almost it's making fun of that in a lot of mm-hmm. ways. Yeah, I guess what I'm saying is horror not needs, making fun, but satirizing. Horror sorry. needs to get this shit together and stop making so much garbage. So, so it just much has garbage more comes out every year. Animal comes home. You have yeah the popcorn. Like literally, like that is the nothing. easiest genre to just make garbage and have it sell. Which I can one good horror movie. Hey, you want to know what the two easiest terrible. genres are? Horror movies and rom coms. Rom coms. does both. Doesn't both well. Like the rom com part was even like kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I was, it was like it was a weird like Dave Lynchian rom com. Was it weird? They have chemistry. <laughs> I mean, yeah. They kind of do. Except when. It, <laughs> except when, it, when Can we when talk about don't. also the first appearance of Gorn? This movie is so jarring and perfect. When you see the tongue in the puddle of blood. Yeah, uh, just I liked it because it snapped, snapped right into it. I, just, I, I didn't loved know it. how I felt about that. I liked quite it, quite honestly. I liked it's it. It's kind of like felt a little bit like a Gozu moment in the middle of the movie. I disagree. With I that. think it's such a jarring just switch because it was like that was he, that wasn't necessarily that me, wasn't necessarily what that wasn't necessarily what it looked like. That was his what, what his, he yeah, pictured. I love that whole story too. I don't mind that the whole the whole building is just slanted and you oh, can see cool. and then like this the shot is slanted. Yes. Very cool. I think it's just like such a great interesting way to like tell a story in a movie without having exposition. <laughs> it is exposition technically, yeah. but it's just done in such we, a way. We talked about how like hard to watch the torture scenes in this movie. We want I want to clarify for if you haven't seen this movie and we talked about it a lot and watch it. you want to watch it if it sounds something this isn't a this isn't like Saw yeah it's not like one of those it's like, yeah it's not just so cool because it's so violent it's like it, it was hard to, to it. it was it wasn't even like the torture is meticulous it's not meant to like make you be like oh that's awesome gore it's meant to be like you're supposed to it's really feel the pain it slowly. It's like it's it hard come to watch. Off as like 
being edgy just for the purpose of being no, edgy, it, just yes, to get this audience. It's meticulous. That's exactly I, like the Saw movies. All the all the gore is like like Final Destination. Goofy, I mean, Final Destination. Army, you can have these sandwich. Yeah, like, it's like okay, whatever. It's, it, there's no it's purpose. It's not like that. It the you will feel this the scenes it's, in this movie. I yeah. I can picture each individual like frame of that torture scene like right now. Yeah. And, that they don't, they that, don't that puke that. scene, like, that puke scene, that I will remember that scene. You see her do it, like, you see her doing it in the back, the whole, like, oh lead up to God, it. I was like, oh, no, and she's not, no, I like, no, no, don't, no, don't show it. And then it showed it, I was like, oh, and it showed it for, like, ten seconds. I was like, no, oh, my God. I from showing anything in this movie. I think it's also a great detail. He doesn't gag because he doesn't it's have the It's like tongue. the Eric Andre that, yeah. yeah, but incredibly messed up. Eric Andre stole from us. All right. He also saw from the Holy Mountain. He did. <laughs> and apparently, this fantastic Holy Mountain reference in the middle. That's a great. Of, uh, if we get H, can we just pick that? Even though we've all seen yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I. I don't. I don't care. I want to. <laughs> Hour long about discussion it. about. Yeah. Anyways, let's. All right. I don't think we've we've talked away too long. Uh, how long is this episode running so far, John? Um, hour twenty. Hour no, twenty. It's not bad. It's not bad. How long did we talk for? Yeah, I was gonna say we. Second, I'd we say this. We talked about this for like thirty minutes. I think we talked about Emily for like ten, fifteen, maybe. Okay. okay, that's not bad at all. That's not bad at all. All right, scores. Um, I don't want to go. I'm first. gonna go. I'm gonna give it a nine. Uh, I give it an eight. I give it a nine, baby. Nine. All right. We were what? so close to being in unison. Oh, all right. I'm sorry, guys. It's fine. It's fine. We know you hate Gozu in this one. It's okay. And I don't movie. hate. Oh, it's seriously like like this. I was like surprised with this. Like this is seriously I was like. I surprised. I like this way more than Gozu. Like now. I love this. I love it too. Gozu sucks. I'm so glad you loved it. Like this, I was I was really not. I did not want to have to argue about this one. I, I really. Did, I, I just wanted to gush like about it. I kind of played it off a little. Like I didn't like it too. I yeah, you did. I was worried. Guys. I was like, oh no, he's he gonna no, do it. Carter, don't do it, man. But. I seriously, like, quickly became like one of my all-time favorite horror movies. Yeah, seriously. I can see myself um, every Halloween watching. We with the family, a, we kind of yeah. had a great Might episode. Well. It's a positive, fun. No one disliked just... any of the movies. We all really liked all of them. Yeah, Amelie, we, we even with that, like we still liked still, it. We all gave it seven. That's positive. Amelie. You guys want to shit on June again? Come on. <laughs> Sorry, we didn't get the entertaining debating on this. We so were I, all in agreement. Nineteen seventeen. Am I right? Um, Listen, we never want to dislike movies. This is so much more fun to me. Yeah, I feel so much happier. Is something that this is going to be like our longest episode because we talked about how much we liked every Like, it's so easy to be negative about stuff. It's so nice. I think that's great. Our longest episode is going to be the ones where we... Just be able to just absolutely gosh about them. Because anytime we so hate, we just have to stop ourselves. Well, except for our first episode where we talked about Dogville for like 50 minutes. That was fun, though. That was fun. I just hate for me. I don't hate Dogville. That's it. We're bringing okay. up Dogville. All right, oh, we're gonna yeah. end this All here. Right. We're <laughs> sorry, I'm like with. the worst defender of bringing up other movies. It's not a big deal. It's, okay. it's a movie sorry, podcast. I'm the worst defender of not talking. <laughs> no, I've, I was trying right, to let you in there, and Carter's like, <laughs> everyone bringing your worst podcast sings right now. Um, I get interrupted too much. I interrupt too much. <laughs> Me too.
and also I talk about other movies. It's just we're so movies. we're so excited. We just want to get our thoughts out. Nick, you cannot out. put that as one of your. <laughs> I get interrupted. You're just attacking us. You could have said something I'm like. Put that as your podcast. You could have said something like, "I'm not." You could have said, "I'm not. I'm not assertive enough." I'm being interrupted right now. You're the coward. You're the Robert Ford. Let me say. I went from liking and feeling sympathy for you to hating you. I don't have a strong enough voice to go over you guys. Whatever, we're ending this. Yeah, I'm not letting you sure. plug get your plugs in. You know, I'm pulling I'm your, your, right. your plugs in. I'm interrupting. Oh, now. you're the host now? I'm the Listen, host. we were at Unison this whole episode. Let's not <laughs> oh, ruin it. I'm the the okay. You told me I was the host. What's our next letter? Uh, oh, oh, letter. Letter. Did I, I think s- you mean no. I think I misspoke. For our 10th episode, we'll be doing a special, very special numbers edition. Now, numbers, there's like. Well, we could start with one, like 10 of them. Zero, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. What is, what is happening right now? The first, the first um, unit of a movie numbers. could be any number. It yeah. could be out of 10 numbers. And we picked some of them. Okay. What'd you pick? Every 10th episode, we're going to pick a number. Nice Not a number. That would be a little difficult. Yeah, like <laughs> no, we're going to pick a number movie. A movie All right, what's your favorite number? zero yeah, movies? I Go. I puked Who's start with zero? Zero Dark Thirty? Oh. Um, 007? Could that count? I don't... None of those movies start with that. Double O could be zero. None of them have that. Okay. <laughs> what's your movie? Who wants to go first? Charlie can go first. Uh, I picked the. Oh, uh, my movie's acting. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm, oh, the- I'm not participating. Jonathan, you can't participate. My movie. Did the, I, just as much interrupting as I did. Thank you. My movie. I picked You're 12 monkeys. Ford. 12 monkeys, count them. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 12 of them, 12 monkeys. I didn't know you could tell. Watching that one. There's 12 of them. Monkey in arounds. <laughs> Monkey business. Monkey man. Someone stop him, please. I'm not gonna stop him because someone cuts go. me off. Monkey, monkey dip. <laughs> monkey man. Please go. My movie is 28 weeks later. There you go. I wanted you to pick assertiveness. I told you to can go. Can we not? Can we? That was assertive. Everyone's already clicked off. We could just do nothing and yeah. no one. No cares. one cares. I can say anything you I want right now. You can just look no, at well, it. No, actually, us. Because they have to watch them. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's us saying. Yeah. We, we also before you interrupted me, I was we saying. We have hostage right now. I'm uh, stopping it before you can announce your movie. Uh, thirty-five shots of rum, Mr. Blister on letter. Count of one, two, three, four, five. Nope. <laughs> thirty-five shots of rum <laughs> on the wall. Clock. Thirty-five <laughs> shots of rum. Show off that he knows French again. Take one down, pass it around. I'm canceling Carter right now. All right, plugs. You quick. Stop it. Well, we rapid, rapid fire plugs. Let's go. That. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Let's go. On Instagram at Nick Movie Reviews. Boom. What's yours? Uh, Mr. Blister mm-hmm. Letterboxd. Uh, John Catchphrase Letterboxd. This will be in the description. Bye.